0: Greetings, and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim Dafyomi. My name is Itzhak. and Shalom, and now on Masachat Shabbat, Lamad Zayin, Amud Bet. In the middle of our discussion of the first Mishnah, this, this the third parak, i Rav Shmobar Yuda Amar Rabbi Yochanan, right in the middle of the Amud. So this is Rabbi Yochanan's ruling, is even if the Kira was fueled with uh, stronger fuels, like wood... Uh, you can put a uh, cooked item that is fully cooked before Shabbat, or or water that's been fully boiled. Even if being for, on the fire longer is going to help the food. So Rav Shmuel Bar reported this in Rav Yochanan's name. A student said to him, "Here in Bavel, Rav Shmuel both ruled that it's to make via fellow." Is asur. You're not allowed to leave it there because even though it's now contracting, or it's not continuing to cook, it still is enhanced by the longer time on the fire. Amar leish v'mishmu b'yudah said back to matu late aniyada demar b'yosha from yudah m'shmu. If you're a asur, I have that report. He came in a lach. Rabbi Yochanan came I'm just telling what Rabbi Yochanan says. Amar avukva meishal the Rashi. Atu to the Rav Shmuel. So here's the practicum. So he says to Ravashi, you live right near the area of Rab and Shmuel, you're in their sphere of influence, so they're not around anymore. Havidu Shmuel, you have to rule like them, stringently. Anan, we on the other hand, Navid Krav we rule like Ravi Yochanon. So he asked him a practical thing, are you allowed to put a fully cooked item on the fire before Shabbat if the Kira is not swept out? Ravi Ura himself, who by the way reported, Assur himself would leave it there and eat from it on Shabbat. I'm Barminad <speaking in> Rabbi <Hebrew> Yura. Abayah said you can't count Rabbi Yura, they came into Evidently he was in danger, some sort of um, uh, gastronomic danger and therefore needed to eat fresh food, freshly cooked food. I feel Shabbat Namishari. It's unclear what that means, whether it means that you could really cook for him on Shabbat because he was in such danger or if it means that we could put a fully cooked item on the kirah on Shabbat. But in any case, you can't bring a proof from his case because of his own medical condition. It's not that Rav have ruled that way, it's just that he did that way. Leave What about you and me? I mean, other people are not in danger. In surah they do. This is, a, this is conversation taking place in Ubadita. In Surah they do, because after Rav Nahma Yitzchak, who lives there, and is well known for his pious deeds, or else Mari de Uvda may be somewhat miraculous deeds, uh, and they would leave it there, and he would eat on Shabbat from it. Ravashi, kaimna kame de Rav Kahana. it has to be Ravkana, Ravuna doesn't make sense in Ravashi's context. Vishoyimna kosada they left for him a kosada arsana, which is this mix of flour and fish, and they left it on the uh stove and he would eat from it on Shabbat. For they had done mutar could be came Maybe because there's flour in there, then it's not mitstamic via Maybe indeed the longer on time on the fire, the worse it gets, which means that of course the overriding concern is that you're gonna stoke the coals. Here you're not gonna stoke the coals because you don't want it to have a stronger fire. Alright, so now I'm Nachman, it's something for a fellow Asur, I'm saying for Allah Mutar. So Nachman rules like and Shmuel that even though it's fully cooked, if it's going to if the longer time on the fire is going to enhance it, you cannot leave it there on Shabbat, you may not leave it there on Shabbat, uh Shahiyah, if on the other hand longer time on the fire is going to make it worse then you're allowed to. Called the milta. What's the rule? We'll Called the ipa be mecha. Bemecha, anything that has flour in it means to make v'iralo is automatically means to make v'iralo, as we saw in the consideration about the course of the The of except for things that have radishes in them, or if it's a mainly the that's the main item. The the ipa even though it has flour in it, means to make v'iralo. Who the longer it's on the fire, the better it is. Vahani Mile the b'isra. And by the way, this is only true if there's meat in there. If there's no meat in there, then this lefet is no good um, uh, because it has the flour in it, and if it has no meat, then the longer it's on the fire, it's no good. And by the way, that's only true if he doesn't need it for guests. If you need to serve it to guests, then certainly it's going bad because you want to serve them something that's fresh, and as big as possible, and that's something that's already starting to contract because of the heat. Lafta dice of a tamri—that's figs and and cereal and dates. means to make for Allah It's automatically it's like for Allah, and therefore mutar. So they asked the following question of Rabbi Chia Baraba. This is clearly very related to the Shihia problem. Let's say that you had a pot. The item was not fully cooked. You left it on the on the stove. The stove was not swept away, and it cooked on Shabbat. Mahu. He didn't give an answer. Then in the next day he came, and he publicly taught. That is a Tosefta, It's also Mishnah. If you cook on Shabbat and you did not know it was Shabbat, or you did not know cooking was Usr, then that food may be eaten. But if it's Mezid, you knew, then it cannot be eaten. And then he added the two words, V'lo Shna. It's no different. We think it's no different means that we do not make that distinction between Shogek and Mezid in the case of Shahia, My, veloshna what which non-distinction are we going to make? So if a at Rabbah and Rav Yosef, versus um They said it's lenient. It's only in the case of Mavashla where you actually cooked something and you did something because you put it on Friday uncooked. Uh and then it cooked uh and it cooked on Shabbat. Therefore, if you did it Mezid, you can't eat it. I hide a but here in this case, you didn't do anything because um um, uh, sorry, in the case when you actually put it on and cooked it on Shabbat, so B'meizid will say that it can never be eaten. But in here, when you put it on Friday and just forgot it there, then even B'meizid, you could eat it. He said that the Loshnah is the opposite direction. We do not make the distinction of Shogim Eizid, In the case of B'meizid, you're not going to play a trick. There's no trick to play. What you're doing is the worst possible thing. So you can't do it and say I was really intending something else. Therefore, you could eat. a but in this case, you could end up trying to play a trick. So, which is which we're going to see in the next passage. Therefore, even b'shogeg won't allow it. So, the challenges: if you left the k'dera and it cooked, and now which is the beginning part of Chibar Abba, and then a Kol that's only if it was something not fully cooked khamin is fully cooked but says you could eat it in any case if it's hot water then you could because it doesn't get any better it gets worse when it's on the fire longer Tavshil should be shell called tzarko, but if it's a regular Tavshil, asur m'stamek v'afelo. It's enhanced by a longer time on the fire. So cabbage and beans and cut up little pieces of meat, which get better by being on the fire longer, they're asur. Chol mutar, But any sort of thing. And we already talked about some of the parameters of what defines it. If you left it on the fire longer, it would get worse. it's mutar. Now, the point of this is, so the context was something that wasn't fully cooked. So, he's in fine shape, because he said Li Surah, which means that that Mishnah, that Braita is before the Gzerah, and his ruling is reflecting after the Gzerah. We'll see what the Gzerah is. So, before the Gzerah, if even if it wasn't fully cooked, then we would say it's Mutar. In the case of, uh, uh in, in it's um only if it was not fully cooked we'd say it's asur but if it was fully cooked then we would say it's mutar. And after the we would say in every case it's Asur. Al Rab Yosef talking to the but Yosef interpreted, he caught him Gzairah kashamezid If that um, if that statement happened before the Gzerah, then we'd be in trouble because Bemazid it should be Asur. If it's after the Xerah, then in both cases they should say it's Asur. And the answer is kashi, you right, this provides support from Nachman Yitzchak. Now, what's this gzeira that we're talking about? Goes back to Rav. That was the rule. And the same thing is true for shokheach, if you put it on Friday, and it wasn't yet fully cooked, and you forgot about it, and it cooked on Shabbos, Mishrabu, they said it, same rule. So what happened? And this was the, the, that we mentioned the earlier passage. On Friday, people would put stuff up, and they would say, oh, I forgot! And they'd be able to eat it. They made a that anybody who leaves it on before Shabbat starts, and it finishes cooking on Shabbat, it's asur. This of course if it's not cooked before it's, before Shabbat starts, and that's the Gzera So Kashra meir Ad Ramey Kashra Behuda Ad You find that in the opening piece that we saw in the first podcast of the interpretation of our Mishnah, uh, we saw that uh took the more stringent position and Rabyuda took the more lenient position. And here Remeir allowed both Chamin and Tavshil, Rabyuda allowed only Chamin So the Ramey or Rameyor Lokasho Iala Khathila Diavad. Because this um uh Tosefta that we just saw, it yeah, is this bright that we just saw, Rabbi Meir is talking about Bidi Avad, if you left it on, what's permitted? Whereas the Mishnah is talking about what you're allowed to lead and to leave on, on and that's Rameh's comment. That, uh not Mishnah that that our Mishnah is talking about a stove where the stuff is swept the fuel is swept away or covered up. And therefore, Beyuda is more lenient. This bright is talking about a case where you put it on something, it wasn't swept away. And therefore, he's more stringent. Okay. the question was asked. What if you did the wrong thing, and you left it on the stove? Do we now say, and he left it on Friday, <coughs> now do we say that you are not allowed to eat it? He came back home to He found that there was hot water that had been left on the kira. And he did not say it was asur. But there were some uh, eggs that were boiled and they were you know, getting smaller. They were left there. And he said it was asur. My law lo shabbat isn't. Don't we mean that it's asur to eat on that Shabbat? Lo the Shabbat taba means you couldn't eat it on the next Shabbat. Now, so that means that BOC, uh, wasn't necessarily taking the position that there is a Kanas, and perhaps if you left it there, and by accident, and now it, it finished cooking on Shabbat, you could eat it. If it was, uh, sorry, if it was fully cooked, you left it on, on, beforehand, and you did not clean off the stove, clear out the fuel, that you could eat from it. So parenthetically, Michal debates and It's pretty clear from that story that eggs, are considered to be via fellow. and the answer is indeed that's the case Rabbi and I went to a particular place they brought us eggs that were cooked so hard that they were like little um, berries almost they were small we ate a lot of them They were very good so evidently they get better Okay, at the end of the Meshach, we had the two Machlokot, Beit Hila, Beit one about Chamin V'tavshil, one is Machzirin, versus only Notlin. And only about Machzirin. I'm not sure if you say Machzirin, if you say Machzirin, you're allowed to put it back on Shabbat. And if you say Machzirin, you're allowed to put it back on Shabbat. You can put it back on Shabbat. And Rabbi Shai, we were in, we in the great Rabbi presence. we were in the great Rabbi Chiyah's presence. We brought him a, uh, a, um, a sort of a thermos, as it were, of hot water from the lower level. We brought it up to him on the higher level. We poured a cup of water for him. Then he put it back on the kira. He didn't say anything to us. This, of course, was the kira that was grufauk tumat. Rabbi Zerikam, and his, non, his uh, silence in the face of that act, indicates that that's mutar. Zerikam, Rabbi, Rabbi, Loshanu famous issue. He says this only works if you hold it in your hand, meaning if you take it off, this, off the Kira, you hold it in your hand, you don't take it out of your hand, you can put it back. And if you put it down on the ground, you can't put it back. Rabbi Tadai said was his own opinion. But Rabihya m Rabbiochan. What um did Rabbiochanan rule? A feeling karka mutar, even if you put it down, it's Putar. So now, Pleagibal Vidimir Rab Shum Bar Yura, two of uh Rabbi Jochanan's reporters, as it were, had a disagreement as to what the Halach is with the Vavishmaid Rabbi Allah Gamri. And in this case, they're both quoting Raballah, it's Raballah and Padat. Khanar Odanbiyado Mutar, a Ghaikar One of them said, only if you hold it in your, keep it in your hand, it's mutar. The minute you put it down, you can't put it back. Even if you put it on the ground, it's mutar. In this first version of abaye, When do we say it's mutar? If you still have it in your hand, that when you took it off, you intended to put it back, not that you changed your mind. Well, ain't zero if you don't intend to put it back. Meaning, when you took it off, you didn't take, intend to put it back. Even if you still have it in your hand, then change your mind. Assur. So that indicates that if it's sitting on the ground, even if you intended to return it, Asur. because it's only mutar if you have it in your hand. And even then, only if you have intent when you took it off had intent to return it. There's a second version. When do we say it's asur, when you put it on the ground? That's only if you didn't intend to return it, and then you changed your mind. For that If, when you took it off the fire, you intended to return it, even if you put it on the ground, mutar. Now we'll go in the opposite direction, infer from there, that if you didn't put it out of your hand, you kept it, on the, you, you kept it in your hand, if you never intended to return it, and you changed your mind, now mutar. So, Rabbi asked two questions about sort of the in-between stage between keeping it in your hand and putting it on the ground. Put it on the ground, you're totally separated from it. What if you hung it up? What if you put it on a bed, not on the ground or on the table? Or something else. Really, it's not, you're not putting it totally out of, uh, out of mind. What if you took the water and put it from one hot uh, container to another? And the answer to all of these is teku. These are all middle areas between keeping it firmly in your hand and putting it on the ground where it seems that you have uh, lost interest, as it were, in returning it. Okay, we'll pick it up with the next on the next podcast. I think should have a wonderful day.